Welcome to On Route to Wealth, a show where those who haven't always been included in the finance world lean in and have open money conversations. We talk about building wealth so that we can live our dream lives, support our family by breaking generational patterns and creating generational wealth, and use our money to do good in the world. When good people have money, good things happen. We believe everyone has their own unique definition of what wealth means to them, and it's based on each person's dreams, desires, and values. Achieving true wealth is a holistic process that goes beyond just making money and incorporates nurturing your mindset and relationship to money and elevating the energy that you feel around your money. I'm your host, Christy Runzer. I'm so happy you're here, my love. Now let's press play on the episode. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode. I'm recording this in August of 2021. Summer is coming to an end here, and I'm getting ready to send my 18-month-old to daycare for the first time. So that's bringing up a lot of mixed emotions on one end, I'm nervous and I'm scared. You know, she's been at home with us for the first 18 months of her life. And that wasn't necessarily the plan, but COVID happened. And so we had grandparents taking care of her. We, my husband and I would take care of her. And we've had a couple of sitters come in after we got vaccinated to, uh, care for her for, you know, shorter periods of time, but it was always in the home. I had full control of, you know, this is her schedule. This is when she goes to bed. This is what she eats. I could always pop in and say hey to her throughout the day. So it definitely feels scary having her leave the house and be in someone else's care that, you know, I'm not telling them how to care for her or what to do with every single little thing and giving up that control and and learning to trust other humans with your, with your kid is scary. It's really scary, especially as this is my first time experiencing that. But on the other end, I'm super excited. I work from home. And so Amelia and whoever was watching her and my husband, you know, are at our home and, where I used to work pre-COVID was in an office that I set up in our basement, but we have a row home in Philadelphia with kind of open staircases. So we don't have a door on the office and Amelia's downstairs like "Ah!" screaming all the time. (laughs) Love her. And so, yeah, it was just kind of loud and distracting to be in my office. So I would work up in my bedroom. And so that's been driving me a little bit nuts of like, I sleep here. I work here. Like, (laughs) get me out of this place. So I'm excited to kind of have some space back in the house, have it be quiet throughout the day, and also for Amelia to be able to interact and play with other kids all day. You know, when we take her to the park, she's so excited. She loves being around the other kids, watching them, playing with them, playing on on all the equipment and stuff. So I know she'll have a lot of fun at daycare as well. I think there'll definitely be a little bit of a transitionary period where she's like, 
mom and dad, where is this place I'm going? So I've been trying to prep her and be like, we're going to school. School is a place where you go and you hang out with other kids and you play and just kind of starting to explain some things to her, whether she's understanding it or not. But that's what's been coming up for me as we close out summer and and transition into fall and prepare to send baby girl to, to daycare. So you know, all the feels on that, but I'm super excited to dive into this episode's topic, which is following your desires. And this is a close one to my heart because this is something that I've personally struggled with. And I see a lot of clients and friends struggle with as well. I remember a time when a coach would ask me what I want. And I'd, I would say, I didn't know. I literally had no idea. I had never been asked that question before. I never thought about it. I wasn't conditioned to think that way. I was actually conditioned the opposite way to think about what other people want, to people please, where my people pleasers at. People pleasing is really a toxic pattern. And it was showing up in my business with my friends, my family. It was always about doing what the other person wanted and what would make them happy. So for me, that meant never sharing an opinion, a desire, a want, and not even being able to tap into myself or understand what those things looked like for me. And I still get into people pleasing patterns every now and again. I'm not perfect. And it causes me a lot of anxiety. I get really anxious if I did the right thing, or should I have done something else, or are they mad at me? Or did I screw up? Or are they happy? Did I make them upset? And I dwell and dwell and dwell on it, driving myself absolutely crazy. And now that I've done a lot of personal development and mindset work, I can most of the time notice when I'm in this pattern and just start reminding myself what I know to be true that I can't control how someone else feels. I can only control myself and my own actions. It's safe to do things the way I want. It's safe to make decisions and choices. And if I did upset someone, it's on them to voice that. I can't read their mind. I can't try to predict what they want and assume that my actions are causing them angst when really I don't know. And so it's on them to voice that. And then we can deal with it at that point. And my other struggle is I'm super conflict averse, so that doesn't help with the anxiety. But anyway, I'm going off on a little bit of a people-pleasing tangent here because for me, that's been a big pattern of behavior that has interfered with me even knowing what I want and what it is that I desire. And that's been the first practice for me in following my desires, actually knowing what they are. And I think there's also this stigma about having desires and wanting things. It's greedy. It's selfish. You're taking away from someone else. Especially as a woman, there's a lot of societal conditioning that I've noticed that encourages women to stay small. Don't do things for yourself. It's not okay to want things. You have to take care of everyone else and give, give, give until you have nothing left. And then you give more right? It's nuts. But what I believe is that your desires lead you to your purpose. Your desires are here to show you what it is you're here to do in this world, the impact you're meant to make, 
the fun you're meant to have, the experiences, the skills you develop, the people you meet, right? Your desires are your guiding compass, showing you life's path. And when we ignore them or don't follow them, we're veering off course from our purpose. And that happens. That's happened to me. And sometimes these are lessons that we need to learn to get back on track and feel more fully aligned with our desires and with our purpose. It's not a perfect journey and there are most certainly bumps in the road. So I ask that question to you. What is it that you want? What are your desires? Do you feel like you can easily answer that question or does it feel like you're doing a push-up for the first time in a year and your brain can't even comprehend how to do the movement? You're like, wait, do I hold my body weight up and then I have to go down and then up again, right? Like your brain's like, what? That was most certainly me. And so figuring out what you want and what you desire may be a process and a journey within itself. Before you can even follow your desires, you may need to figure out what they are. My mindset coach, Jess Ely, who I interview in a previous episode, I think it's a couple episodes earlier than this one. She's always in my brain because she asks questions like, what are you curious about? What feels fun to you? And you don't have to have it all figured out long term either. It can be as simple as taking it moment by moment. What do you want for dinner tonight? What do you want to do in your business today? What do you want to do for the next five minutes? What do you want to do after work? Or maybe you have strengthened that muscle or have naturally been good at it. And so it is longer term planning for you. Maybe it is figuring out what it is that you want in five, ten 20 years and how you envision your life, your business, and all the things. And then you can begin to follow desires and take action with your long-term vision in mind. You know, the time period of your wants and desires may vary and may vary even within different aspects of your life. Like your business, maybe you have that figured out, but your personal life, you have no idea what's going on or vice versa. And I think everyone figures out what their desires are in different ways. For me, it's been about tuning into myself and my intuition and really making decisions from that point of view. What feels good to me? What's the first thing that pops in when I ask myself a question? And let's trust that. Or it might be what's coming through in a meditation. Uh, One thing that I've heard a lot of people talk about is what are you jealous of that other people have? And this idea that jealousy can be a sign of something that you want. And I think that's true. You know, if I see something, I'm like, oh, wow, that person, like they really have this thing and that's so awesome. I wish I could have that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could have that. Right. That's a sign. Um, or what makes you feel excited? What brings you joy? What, what lights you up? You know, everyone's kind of got to figure out what those clues are for themselves. But I think if you really start practicing awareness and paying attention, the answers will begin to unfold. Okay. So you're working through what you want and what you desire. 
And I think a little pit stop to take on this journey is to examine your desires to make sure you're not choosing things that you feel like are quote unquote realistic or what's possible for you or what you should want or what your mom would want you to want. Okay. I think other people's opinions, societal expectations, or even our own self-imposed limits and what we believe is possible for ourselves can skew our desires in a direction that aren't actually true to us. So I always like to ask myself, is this desire truly mine or is this someone else's? Am I playing small here because I'm not believing in myself? And not to say that your desires can't grow as your self-belief grows and as you develop as a person. You know, maybe they do start smaller and expand and that's okay. But what I'm doing here is just encouraging you to think big and don't let your limiting beliefs or negative self-talk hold you back from what you know it is you truly desire. Or your mom's voice in your head saying, oh yeah, like that's not possible or we don't do that or whoever it is in the back of your mind, right? So once you know what you want and you know it's coming from you, follow it. Make it happen. And this part is hard too because a lot of fears can come up. Our conditioning about it not being okay to desire may come up. And sometimes even when you're on the pursuit of your purpose and your passion, you're following your desires, you can lose friends or it may cause strains in relationships. Sometimes it is a bigger, better version of yourself you're stepping into and not everyone in your life is prepared to be along for that ride. You know, I've experienced that. I've lost friendships. I've had strained relationships with family as I've pursued my business and my personal growth. And it's hard, but it's a lesson in who's really here for you, no matter what, when you're out there being your true self and following your purpose. And I think that's really good information to have. (laughs) Those are the type of people that I want in my life, you know, even though it can be hard losing people that are meaningful, you know, you also really need to find who's truly here for you for the right reasons. So sometimes it can be painful when you're following your desires, at least short term, which is why I think a lot of people stay stuck in jobs or relationships, living situations, certain thought patterns and mindsets, etc., etc., that aren't truly making them happy. Because growth can be uncomfortable. There are a lot of lessons to be learned. You're going to face your fears on a daily basis. Your mind is going to start coming up with all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, all sorts of negative or limiting beliefs or you're questioning your self-worth or doubting yourself or however that shows up for you. So a lot of people are going to stay where they are because it may feel more comfortable or they may think it's more comfortable, but is it more comfortable or is it more comfortable to get to a place when you're in alignment, where you're living the life that you want to live? I'd rather experience the discomfort of growth than to stay quote unquote comfortable, which actually I think is extremely uncomfortable. 
if you really think about it. Being stuck in situations or living a life that makes you miserable, that's more uncomfortable than growing and evolving and taking that journey. I'd rather follow my desires and do the work to align my life with my dreams, values, and vision and continue to pursue joy than stay in a miserable situation. And also growing and following your desires while there can be pain points, there's also so many amazing, beautiful things along that journey. The experiences you have, the joy that you have, the people that you meet, it's beautiful. And so it it's not just uncomfortable to grow. There's a lot of beautiful things that come. And no one's getting hurt on that growth journey because you're not a bad person, right? It's not going back to that thought of, oh, it's selfish. It's greedy. I'm taking away from someone else. No, no one's getting hurt, right? Because you're a good person. And when you become the best version of yourself, you're only going to help people on an even greater level. You're going to be able to give like never before. You're going to be able to fill up your own cup and others' cups in an abundant way. It's no, you know, it's them or me, right? Everyone can rise together. And if you take that step to start rising, bring other people with you, help other people along the way. Because I know you're going to help facilitate that because you're a good person. Okay, so now I want to hear from you. What's your relationship like with your desires? What resonated with you from this episode? Do you have anything to add to this conversation? Tell me all the things. Head over to my Instagram at onroutefinancial and send me a DM. I'd love, 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 love to chat with you about this topic. And I will chat with you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, this content is for educational and informational purposes only and is not financial, legal, or tax advice. If you loved this episode, please rate and review the show so we can reach more people and create more millionaires together. Connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y underscore Runzer, R-U-N-Z-E-R and DM me with your thoughts and questions. Until next time, my love.